Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland. Welcome to Thursday's edition of the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. It's Thursday already, brother. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Glory to God. Father, thank you. We are so blessed and we are, we are just so conscious of your presence in this studio today. And we thank you with all of our hearts in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Let's go back to our golden text in Ephesians chapter two. And I don't mind telling you where we've moved now over in the, in the different covenants. And we're headlining now the healing covenant of God. He's always been the healer. Yes, sir. He said, I am the Lord that heals you. Yes, sir. I am. And he's just healed all the way down through both covenants. But the big part, the thing that that robs so many people of their health. Oh, Brother Copeland, oh, I know God heals. Yes, I know God heals. But, uh, you know, I don't know if it's his will to heal me or not. The leper had that same problem. Same thing. Remember him? came to Jesus, fell down and worshiped him. He said, I know you can, but is it your will? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I like, I don't remember what translation it is, maybe, maybe you will, where he said, of course I will. Of course I will. <laughs> of course I will. Wait a minute, hey man, I'm healing these other people. How am I going to leave you out? It's a sin to be a respecter of persons. That's right. The Bible says so. And he never sinned. No, he did not. No, he did not. And he's, he is still today the Savior and the healer. And one of the problems with the English Bible, oh, man, the same word, um, I won't, we won't turn there, but you remember in the book of James, Is there any sick among you? Let them call for the elders of the church who will lay hands on him, anoint him with oil, and and in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick. It's the same Greek word translated heal. I don't know why in the King James they translated it save. It's It's the word sozo, which... Everywhere Jesus went, he made people whole. Whole. And that's what that word means. And that's what it means. And that whole holos, I believe it is in the Greek. I, every time I say something in Greek, I, I think of Rick Renner. <laughs> Make sure I'm getting it right. Um, whole means you're physical. Yeah. It means you're spiritual. Your spirit man. And it means your mental realm. Your soulish realm. The, uh, the classic Amplified translated as, as soundness. Yes. I like that. It means deliverance from calamity. It means healing. It means salvation or being delivered from the power of darkness. It, it's all of those where the, the Greek reader knew, hey, I, I'm healed. It's the same as I'm saved. It's all the same word to them. I had somebody, a lady asked me one time. She says, uh, Pastor Greg, um, I just don't know why God won't heal me. And I looked at her and said, are you saved? Because if you're saved, you're healed. That's right. 
because it's the same thing. Listen, there's no such thing. Now, I know we have certain anointings and God will put certain things in the earth like he did with the tent meetings. There's no such thing as a day of healing or a day of miracles. There's only a covenant of healing. There you are. And when you understand that covenant, when you grasp that covenant that I was a stranger to it, now I'm in it because of Jesus, I'm healed. As he is, so are we. And is he sick right now? Does he have COVID right now? No. It can come at me, but it's not going to, it's not going to prevail. Well, and this is the reason why. I absolutely, I didn't turn on and just watch about COVID-19 over and over and over. I'm too covenant minded for that. You couldn't put that thing on me. If you tried, I don't mind telling you I'll never have the flu. Right. Because I believe I have what I say. I have a, a he, I've, I've never taken a flu shot of any kind. I'm not telling you not to. And if you, if you believe in those shots, you better, you better do that. But what I'm saying is that it's been so long since I had the flu. Oh, a couple of years ago there in the minister's conference, we, boy, it just hit with a vengeance. It's in there in January. And it was especially terrible. Well, the year before that, same thing. People were just getting the regular flu, you know. And uh, I was sitting on the front row there in the minister's conference, and the chills came on me, and all, all the symptoms of it. Mm-hmm. And I sat there with a smile on my face. I don't remember who was preaching, but I said, you can't put that on me. You know you can't. I'll never have the flu. It had been so long before that, I... I don't even remember when it was. I said, you can't put this on me. It lasted about 15 minutes. Well, then in last year's minister's conference, back there in the speaker's room, and it was just crammed full of people. And I know one man particularly that really, really got sick. Mm-hmm. Well, we're back there all hugging one another. <clears throat> and uh, Gloria and I both... Mm-hmm. Had the flu mm. for two days. <laughs> it's just gone. Praise God. But we just stood against it and confessed the word of God. And, but but here's, here's, here's my point. Let's read our scripture in yeah, Ephesians. Okay. In verse 11, 2, 11. Remember that you being in times past Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by that which is called circumcision in the flesh made by hands at that time. You were without Christ. You were without the anointed one. You were without his anointing being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now, say, but now. But now. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. There it is. You've been drawn into this thing. Glory to God. Now, here, let's, let's go to the book of Mark now. We read this yesterday. Jesus, the 14th, the last chapter, in the uh, 14th verse, 16th chapter of Mark, 14. 
Afterward, he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat and upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart because they believed not them which had seen them after he had risen. He wasn't nice about this. No, no. <laughs> he said, now you go into all the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you in here? <laughs> you go into all the world and you preach the gospel to every creature. He that believes and baptized will be saved. He that believes not shall be damned or condemned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. In my name shall they speak with new tongues. In my name they'll take up serpents so they drink any deadly thing and will not hurt them. And in my name they'll lay hands on the sick and they will recover. He shut the whole body of Christ against sickness and disease. That's the anointing of the Messiah. Amen. You're going to walk in my name. That's a covenant term. I have power of attorney. That's right. To the Messiah and all that entails. All that entails. That's, a, that's one of the leading things that you look for when you are the Messiah. You will heal the sick. You'll, you'll do lep- that leper that asked him. Yeah. Will you? And he did. Now, what was his? He gave him instructions right behind that. Yes, he, he said, did. go show yourself to the priest. Now, why did he do that? First of all, he knows that a priest is the only one that's going to restore that man. He's got to see him. Yeah. He's going to put him back in society. <clears throat> but it's also going to give it because the priest is going to say, my Lord, who? How'd that happen? He's going to tell him about a Messiah. Mm-hmm. That was a clue to a priest. There was a Messiah in the land. And that should be a clue to the land. That should be a clue to the United States of America that there's a healing anointing Hallelujah. happening at EMIC and happening at your church. That's right. Or happening at Walmart right. or, or wherever you are. Now, uh, I may upset you a little bit here, but you, you'll get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Mark chapter 5, the woman that was healed of the issue of blood. Yes. Verse 25. A certain woman which had an issue of blood twelve years and had suffered many things of many physicians, spent all that she had, was nothing better, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue or power had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples uh, said, said unto him, You see the multitude thronging these, say, Who touched me? He looked around about to see her that had done this thing. The woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, your faith made you whole. Now, there's nothing wrong or out of line identifying with the woman. It was put in here for that. But how long are you going to keep identifying with her? Mm. Hey, that day is gone. Wow. (laughs) We are his representatives in the earth. Amen. Yes, sir. It is the hem of our garment. And when that becomes a covenant contract concept in your heart and mind, it, it's, it's not necessarily the hymn 
of, of that prayer shawl, which he's about to show you, thank God. Here we go. Okay. Right there, that him. That him right there. Put that on, Greg, and let people see what, what, what happens. Now, he's a rabbi. He had this on. Let me find the right edge here. Now, you see how big this is? Well, this is a large one. I'm glad you did that. I'm glad to see you do that. Always. Always. And this, it, it's this. This is what she was after. She knew because this is what this stood for. This is that anointing of the priest. It, it's right there. Yeah. It's right there. And she was just, I just need, all I need to do is touch that. I just need to touch that prayer shawl. That's all I need to do. And I'll get well and I'll, and I'll get back out of sight. And then, uh, then, then my bones will get fat again and I, and I can come out in public. And she never made it. <laughs> no. Three times in that passage you just read, the word whole is used. Yeah. Made her whole. Made her whole. Now, when she does this, she doesn't realize she's fulfilling prophecy. This was prophesied. That day in Capernaum was prophesied. Malachi chapter 4. Can I show oh, you? God. You want to see it? Yes, I do. Please. <laughs> Malachi chapter 4. I love it. Um, oh, I know what you're going to Verse say. number 2. Yes. But unto you that fear my name, and she did when she'd heard about Jesus. You that fear my name shall the, shall the son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings. These are referred to as the wings of this garment. Okay, so here's the thing. That phrase, healing in his wings, Hebrew, the Hebrew word for that is kanaf. Kanaf refers to the, can also refer to the edge of a garment. Brother Copeland, you would understand this. It's considered the leading edge of a wing yeah. or the winglet. Well, yeah, sure. And so she's grabbing this leading edge of healing in his wings or the winglet, we would call it. Uh, the moment the woman touched this, not only was she healed, she fulfilled a prophecy from Malachi concerning the Messiah. So the minute she touched it, she proclaimed, there's the Messiah. Well, hey, she knew this. Sure. And she had heard about this Messiah that's going around, healing all manner of diseases, casting out devils, signs of the Messiah. It was an advertisement. Listen, Peter had one of these on. All of them. And there's another one that you can wear that uh, they wear uh, modern as well. It's more like a T-shirt, or it's more like a kind of a poncho thing. It wouldn't be this one. It would be uh, under your under. It'd be under my shirt here, yeah. and the fringe would be hanging out. But this this is what she did. That same word means edge of a garment or or wings. It's the leading edge. As he was going through that crowd, she reached out, touched that winglet. It's what she did. Oh, glory to be to Jesus. And mm-hmm. virtue went out of him. She touched the covenant, and it resp- and he responded as the high priest. It's exactly what happened in that story. Now think about this: the Holy Spirit in the first covenant was reserved 
for the king, the priest, and the prophet. It still is. And we have been made kings and priests, and priests yes. to our God. That's right. That's right. Now, you, this, this is just a garment. It's not a magic thing. What, what you're talking about is what's in you. And the knowledge of that, I've been made a king and a priest unto God. From that, from this, the Rabbi Paul, yeah, from a prophet to an apostle, he and Barnabas, in Antioch, thirteen mm-hmm. chapter, representatives of this. Handkerchiefs and aprons were taken from his body, which did the same thing. It stored that anointing. Yes, that's right. That flowed through this. And I believe with all my heart that that's a strong representative of this, that those aprons and... and Well, he was a tent maker. This is sometimes called the prayer tent or the tent of meeting. Like if I wanted to in here, I could pull this up over my head and cut everybody out and go into my prayer tent. Yeah. Paul's a tent maker. Yes. What is he making? This is a so they took these from him and and demons were cast out. It's cloth. And and the sick were recovering as a result of it. When she touched it, it happened. When Elisha took Elijah's mantle and crossed the Jordan River with it, you're seeing all of these things. This is, oh my, thank you, thank you, Lord. People get married under these. Mm-hmm. It's covenant. Mm-hmm. This is a covenant garment. And the, the knots and the hymns, and they all mean something. <clears throat> And so when when she did that, she literally was identifying the Messiah, trying secretly to do it. But the minute it happened, the minute she came in contact, yeah. it's like that leading edge of an airplane. That's yeah. and that that winglet. That's what she's getting. That's what provided the lift uh, for her to 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 get that. To Praise get that God cool. forever. And that's literally the word. That means, it, it means wing, but it also means edge. And so she grabbed hmm. the edge of this. Now, don't be going crazy. Yeah, I know. So you touch this and, no, it's concept. It is concept. It's becoming so aware that that healing anointing is in you because he's in there and the same father dwelling in you that dwelled in him and he does the work now just like he's never changed. He's the same Holy Spirit as he was then. Amen. Amen. Has the same desires and will do the same thing if we'll let him. And you get that concept. Everywhere I go, I mean... I don't uh, wear this around. I do not wear this out in public or around or anything, because it would be a misrepresentation. Yeah. But see, Peter, his shadow, so strong. He, not this. 
His shadow healed people. And I'm telling you, the healing anointing of the Messiah has been entrusted with us. Yes, that's right. We are the messengers now of the, the messenger or under shepherd for a transition change. There's a change coming. I get so excited about Todd White. Todd yes, and Jackie, yes. I'm telling that guy. I mean, here's a man never been in church in his life. Didn't want to go. And was an absolute t- terrible human being. <laughs> but Jesus got a hold of him, man. And so what does he do? He didn't know he's not supposed to. So he goes to the grocery store. His wife wouldn't go to the grocery store with him. His daughter would, but he, she wouldn't. He embarrassed her so badly, he, she would not go. He'd go up and say, may I borrow your microphone? The anointing of God would come on him in a grocery store. Talking about the hem of the garment now. He'd go in a, and he'd say, uh, may I have your attention, please? You know, I said, this is a red light special, not a blue light special. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. That's good. Yeah, that's good. He'd say, anybody having any ear problems and come up to cash register number three, I'll lay hands on you and God will heal you. And they come up there and lined up and they get it. <laughs> I wouldn't do that when they, I don't you just go on, go on and get in your car, sissy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But that's what we're talking about. He wears the hem of Jesus' garment just the same as Jesus did. He's just not ashamed to get up and holler about it. But Jesus even told us greater works. That's the expectation. Greater works. Well, you're, that's why he got on to them. Why are you guys sitting here at the table? Get out there. Get out of here. <laughs> and get going. Go. Greater works will you do. That's the expectation the Lord has for us. That greater works will we do. Now, here's the bottom line, Greg, I believe, for, for all of us, is you get so aware that everything he has said to me, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his way of doing things. And all these things will come. Mm. That's a blood covenant. That's it. I'm not trying to get him to heal me anymore. I have a healing covenant. Bishop David Oyedipo built the biggest church on earth. I've never seen anything like it in my life. And uh, and he said this to me. He He said... Uh, you have to understand that to me, when he said all these things will be added, he said, you have to understand, Brother Copeland, mm. that's a blood covenant. Well, he's an African. Mm. It's real to him. And it became real to me. Amen. We're out of time. And we're out of time. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.